Hi, this is Paul Mannering, writer and producer for Broken Sea Audio. Over at BrokenSea.com, we produce all kinds of audio fiction. BrokenSea.com. Resistance is fertile. Captain Bone Marrow here. Ah, the smell of the sea. I love it. But sometimes when a pirate's been out a-plundering for something close to a year without a bath, then a pirate needs a strong, manly scent to cover up his own strong, manly scent and to entice the barmaids. That's why I use the Frequency of Fear. It has the refreshing scent of old-time radio, both sci-fi and horror, as well as Halloween novelty records and sci-fi and monster rock music. And if that weren't enough, there's the smell of adventure as the zombie astronaut and Dr. Despicable and Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez and the rest of them drag me pirate booty into some truly asinine situations. Since I've been using the frequency of fear, the lasses can't keep their hands off me. Oh! You tick-infested brute! That's a saucy one. So if you are a fan of horror and sci-fi old-time radio and Halloween novelty albums and the occasional sci-fi or monster rock song, not to mention truly, truly asinine situations, then tune into The Frequency of Fear. It's a smell you'll never get off you. Find the link to the Frequency of Fear at www.zombieastronaut.net. Make a hole for Commander Adam. <clears throat> As you were. Aye, sir. The Book of Ancients, passed down to me from the Lords of Cabal themselves, speak of Earth, the lost thirteenth colony, and of a time of extreme dark that the believers must go through thrice to attain the light of the lost colony. That time has come. That dark evil first visited all of humanity. A cyborg-like race of living machines, forged with abhorrent alien evil. Cylons. The Cylons. They came and destroyed all the known worlds of man. The twelve colonies. Reduced them to death and destruction. Why? No one knows, really. They are... Evil. Does evil need a purpose other than to exist? No. All that is left of humanity to combat the Cylon Plague is here on my battle star, the Galactica. And her uh, fleets. Anything space worthy that could carry the last vestiges of man. The responsibility for humanity's survival rests. Upon me, 
Adama, her commander, and perhaps out there, if we believe on Earth, the lost thirteenth colony of man, we hang our last hopes on faith. Some might say myth on Earth. And now, after waging a cat-and-mouse war with our enemy, barely surviving to fight another day, we stand juxtaposed upon the brink of annihilation and salvation. If the ancient scrolls are to be believed, the dark has returned to me and all of humanity for the second time. The prophecies ring truer by the Micron. For on one side, we are attacked by an armada of Cylon Raider Starcraft, emanating from two of the most powerful vessels of war ever created by the vile Cylon race. Base stars that dwarf even the mighty Galactica in size and power. And on the other side, we are trapped by a sheer in the fabric of space, a black hole leading to almost certain death. You cannot win against Baltar and the Imperious leaders, base stars in a head-on conflict. We cannot survive the forces of cosmic nightmare yawning before us with dark and more. But the scrolls of the Lords of Cabal speak otherwise. They were prophets leaders, heroes, and men, long, long ago, they spoke of the lost tribe, and of the coming Armageddon, a time of darkness, black enough to swallow the entire race of man, and the lords also wrote of the path through the darkest of cosmic wells that would appear when all was lost. We prepare to enter the prophesized dark for a third time, and the outcome rests solely on me. Again. Fight or flight. Again. Prophecy rings true. But this information has been hidden from the twelve colonies of man for over two millennia. The scrolls survived with us but their secrets remain hidden in a language lost to antiquity. Only just recently deciphered by our most revered priestess, the Simpson, after she was abducted, interrogated, and impregnated with a Cylon cybernetic implant that led the Cylons right to our fleet. Before the evil device devoured her brain and killed her, Apparently, based on Yeshua's readings of the ancient texts, the black hole before us is our darkened and prophesied path, our third trip into the well of the dark. This priestess told me, just microns before the implanted silent device took her life. 
passed to the most thirteenth colony, to Earth. To salvation is through the black hole. Did the priestess seems have an epiphany? A cosmic vision within the torture chamber of the traitor of all humankind, Voltar, who forsake his own kind in favor of power by allying himself with Cylon? And was she repaid for her visions with torture and ultimately a horrific death? Or is all this just disinformation fed to us through an unwilling and unknowing Cylon spy? Broken Sea Audio Productions presents You believe that life here began out there, far across the universe, with tribes of humans who may have been the forefathers of the Egyptians, or the Toltecs, or the Mayans, that they may have been the architects of the Great Pyramid, or the lost civilizations of Lemuria or Atlantis. Some believe that there may yet be brothers of man who even now fight to survive far, far away amongst the stars. Battlestar Galactica, an original miniseries based on characters and universe created by Glenn A. Larson. Episode 5. It's bad, sir. How about it? Silver Squadron is down to Sheba. Red isn't much better. 
Blue and gold are holding out, but even with Boomer, Starbuck, and Apollo's entire bag of tricks and experience, it's only a matter of time before the Cylon Raiders break through and do more than just damage our fleet. On top of that, the base stars are almost in range of bringing their larger weapons to bear on the fleet. And Galactica. Hello. Tentons. We need space to make this jump. Into the black hole. Lord of the fleet. We may only have a daggish chance in hell of surviving a trip into and through a black hole. But they have no chance at all, sir. The scrolls of Cabal say that we will stand together. Or die. Fighting. And that unity will light the way. And guard the defenseless against... Against the well of the dark. If we have faith. Respectfully. That's what... We can sit here and watch our valiant... <clears throat> we can sit here and watch our valiant colonial warriors fight pointless battle after battle and die, all the while awaiting the death blow of Baltar and the imperious leader. Or we can take the road less traveled time. I don't like either option, Adama. Nor I. Turn the Galactica to course 270. What? But, sir, that puts us right in the line of fire of the base star weapons. I realize that, Ty. We were Viper pilots once, you and I. Remember Jade Squadron? That was years ago, Adama. And the Cylons just started their assault on humanity. We were young and stupid. And victorious, old friend. Don't forget that. We were heroes. I believe your battle cry was, Don't tell me the odds. <coughs> yes. <clears throat> And did we not do things that would make even Starbucks hair turn white from our audacity? Just thinking about them. It's a wonder we're still here today. <laughs> but you do remember. Good. Then we attack the base stars, allowing the fleet to get to the event horizon. We then disengage from the attack and make for the black hole ourselves. But we all we all make simultaneous FTL jumps into the black hole tie. The combined jumps and vacuum created by the spatial distortion of our entire fleet going to hyperwarp simultaneously should create a protective shield around us and our fleet and protect us on our journey. They'll destroy us all in the attempt. Don't tell me you've gone all pessimistic on me, Ty. I need you in my corner. Have faith. I should have my head examined, sir. I'll make it so. Good. I'll contact Apollo and tell him. Commander. Yes, Ty. Don't tell me the odds. <laughs> never have. Why start now, old friend? Athena, patch me through to Apollo. Yes, sir. Apollo, this is Galactica. I have an urgent message from Father. Apollo, copy my last.
Damn it, it's Athena. Kind of busy right now. Come on, move just a little more. Yes! Gotcha! You want us to open a hole in the Cylon defenses for the Galactica? Hold on, now! Ah. You want us to clear a way for Galactica to attack the base stars? Are you crazy? Affirmative, Father. When we give the signal, Affirmative, but sir, that's the event horizon. Yes. Listen. At the rendezvous point, every Viper still flying will make an emergency landing. And then we'll make an immediate jump to FTL. That's suicide. That's an order, flight leader. Obey it. Adama out. I serve crack. You said it, Apollo. This is insane. Even for me. I don't think so, Cylon. <laughs> there are so many of these raiders out here. You don't even have time to aim. Where's the support in there? Close up on my flank, old buddy. You got it, Apollo. Here goes nothing. Bomber, you out there? Starboard wing, Apollo. What's up? Going in. Starbuck, you still owe me cubits from Triad. You better not get your tail shot off before I can collect. Double or nothing, Boomer! Do I have a choice? Nope. Get back on the chatter. We're getting up on top of their defensive perimeter. Sheba! I'm right behind you, boss. You have the 100 at 065. Starbuck, 110. Boomer, 275. I have the middle thousand Cylon. Why do you get to have all the fun? Starbuck, do you ever stop talking? Only when I'm shooting Cylons. Getting caught by Athena and Cassiopeia. Funny, Sheba. Funny. Ha ha. Fred. There's so many of these raiders that I could get up and walk all the way to Baltar's base star. Fred, eat blasted. Shiva, check your sense. I got him, Shiva. Now! Follow me. Let's take it to these metal guns. Come on, I got a whole lot more where that came from. <laughs> Do you bring news of the Galactica's demise? I am Ceres, Lucifer, requests an audience. Oh, him. <sighs> Let him in, I suppose. By your command. What is it, Lucifer? With you. Really? He must be wanting to express his gratitude at my wondrous plan. I don't believe so. Why? 
the Galactica and the Viper Squadron has broken through our defensive perimeter. They are attempting to attack us. What? It is all Get us into battle. Aye, sir. You heard Commander Adama. Make those base stars pay for the colony. Baltar, what is the meaning of this? The Galactica is positioned directly between our base stars. I cannot open fire with our heavy weaponry without destroying the Galactica. You, and in a chain reaction, my base star as well. I am waiting, Voltar. If your base star survives this battle, you may not. Baltar, fix this disaster. Well said, Baltar. I almost believe you. Shut up, Lucifer, and attack Galactica. As you wish. Here, sir. Right between the two base stars. Now what? <clears throat> they can't shoot us without destroying one another. The fighters seem to be breaking off the attack on our fleet, sir, and are being recalled. It was expected. We don't have much time before they come to defend their base stars. Fire at will. Which base star, sir? Both. Aye, sir. Fire at will. I repeat, fire at will. Baltar's base star is turning on the Galactica. Now what, Apollo? That's our cue to head to the jump point. I knew you were going to say that. Here I thought Cassiopeia and Athena were there. What about the Raiders blocking our way? Silence have nothing on the two of them. Starbuck, good luck. Fleeing from the Cylon tyranny, the last battle star, Galactica, leads a ragtag fugitive fleet on a lonely quest to a shining planet known as Earth.
starring in Battlestar Galactica, Stephen J. Cohen as Commander Adama, Mark Kalita as Lieutenant Starbuck, David Subkoyak as Lieutenant Boomer, Paul Mannering starred as Baltar. From the Sonic Society, Jack Ward as Apollo and the narrator, and Shannon Ilchi as Athena. Glenn Sheets from the POTA Yahoo group stars as Lucifer. John Dane as Lieutenant Jolly, and in her first voice acting role, my daughter's Jacqueline Greenfield as Cassiopeia. And starring in his first audio drama as well, my soon-to-be son-in-law, Uriah Vandermeet as Viper Pilot 3 and Starship Jupiter Engineering Chief. Welcome to the fun. Colin Snow as Colonel Ty as High Priestess Azusa, Alexa Chipman. Gwen Jensen Woodard is the intercom voice in Viper Pilot 1. James Leeper is Viper Pilot 2. And from the frequency of fear, the zombie astronaut Ralph W. Walters starred as all the Cylons and the narrator. Miles Reed played the Imperious Leader and narrator 2. And Robin Carlyle as Sheba. Thank you for listening to Battlestar Galactica. This has been a Broken Sea audio production. This has been a fan-produced tribute to Battlestar Galactica. All characters, music, and rights belong to their respective owners. No copyright infringement is intended. Thank you for listening. The crime rate in the United States rises 400%. The once great city of New York becomes the one maximum security prison for the entire country. A 50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline, across the Harlem River, and down along the Brooklyn shoreline. It completely surrounds Manhattan Island. All bridges and waterways are mined. The United States police force, like an army, is encamped around the island. The prison's name, New York Maximum Security Penitentiary, Manhattan Island. There are no guards inside the prison, only prisoners and the worlds they have made. This is the Broken Sea Audio production of Escape from New York. You go in, find the president, bring him out in 24 hours, and you're a free man. I'll think about it. No time. Give me an answer. Let's get a new president. Trade center dead ahead. Should be there now.
going through the wall of cars. What? I said, hold on. <laughs>